Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We've got to talk more about OnlyFans coming up, which is going to get rid of their uh, porno on there. Do you know anybody, or are you someone that does like the the lingerie OnlyFans thing and makes a living as a suburban housewife, or uh, know somebody that does? There are a lot of people across the country. Anyway, we'll talk about that coming up next segment. The breaking news, to me the biggest breaking news, is there hasn't been a flight out of the Kabul airport in eight hours. According yeah, to Clarissa Ward of CNN, and she would know because she's right there. Yeah, let me dive back into that. I can't, I can't find anything contradicting that. We posted the most recent video we've seen from the Kabul airport, and you can't believe the humanity that is there packed together as tightly as they are there right now. I mean, it's, it's a this-is-going-to-end-horribly situation building up. Yeah, it it reminds me of when you're leaving a completely sold-out football game, and everybody is just chest-to-chest, shoulder-to-shoulder, moving through those corridors, except in this case, they're moving around the Kabul airport, it's burning hot, and everybody's terrified. I mean, like, they and their whole family is going to die terrified, and the Taliban is standing around occasionally whipping people, shooting at people, and causing panics. Okay, this is breaking news, um, because we reported the opposite 15 minutes ago. Joe Biden has changed his plan. He will not travel back home to Delaware today. He will remain in Washington, D.C. So this, I think, is going to be the first night he spent in D.C. during an entire week-long crisis because a lot of the media was picking up on Biden's schedule. He's going to speak today in about an hour, and then he was supposed to head back home. And more and more people are rumbling with, uh, what is wrong with our president? Why can't he be at the White House during the biggest crisis of his presidency? What the hell? But uh, I think they're trying to read this. They're trying to manage a bad situation. We believe, Joe and I firmly believe, Joe Biden's having some sort of serious mental difficulties, and they're shielding him from the world. Yeah, I think that's absolutely clear. Uh, I mean, I appreciate the fact that he's no longer going back to his house in Delaware, but how in the name of God was that the plan until 10 minutes ago? And I think it's public pressure that's yeah making him go to the white house well we have a lot of stuff to talk about this hour and and some of it not afghanistan related the only fans thing plus who is the best observer of how people interact who understands human interaction better introverts or extroverts oh i think introverts the answer will not shock you if you are an introvert It may be slightly hurtful if you're an extrovert, but you'll go to a party tonight, you'll have a great time, and you won't care. No, you extroverts are too busy with your jabby, jabby, jab to notice anything else. And having fun, and having friends. Being relaxed. Exactly. Enjoying life. (laughs) (laughs) Poor bastards. As opposed to cowering in the corner waiting for this event to be over. Grinding our teeth. Passes the time. My anyway, go, my go-to has always been to go to the bathroom. I've done that at pretty much every house party I've ever been at in my life. I go to the bathroom and I just stand there and I look. I don't need to go to the bathroom. I just stand there and look at the mirror for a while. <sighs> How do I go back out there? And then at some point, you go back out there. I have done the same. Anyway, so that and a lot of good stuff to come. But right now, it's time to take a fond look back at the week that was. It's Cow Clips of the Week. Uh. 
been a good little nothing. Now what do you do with Shohei Otani? Be very, better careful. <laughs> That's bullshit. Oh, my other chin. I'm only smiling because of all the glowing articles about Jake Sullivan and, and, and Joe Biden and his foreign policy experience. With the likelihood there's going to be the Taliban overrunning everything and owning the whole country is highly unlikely. But the Taliban, interestingly, they've played a political master game. Was there anyone on the ground there who thought this would go well, that this was a good idea? Uh, no. They're literally everywhere. They're over there. They're over there. They're over there. They're everywhere. I'm hearing stories of Afghans saying that they're making suicide packs. We know it would happen. Not quite this fast. And you also had a really massive intelligence failure here. Plans are terrific and we take them seriously, but they are not and, and never have been perfectly predictive. The truth is, this did unfold more quickly than we had anticipated. Remember, uh, this is not Saigon. This is a calamity, a disaster, a, a completely botched operation. But the idea that somehow there's a way to have gotten out without chaos ensuing. I don't know how that happens. The incompetence of the Biden administration on this is, is, is really overwhelming. But if we don't, the troops will if stay. If we don't, we'll determine at the time who's left. And? And if, there are American forces, if there's American citizens left, we're going to stay till we get them all out. We are opening the aperture. You're about to open a pit of hell. That was four days ago, five days ago. Are you shitting me? No! Apparently there's also been a rapid withdrawal from Joe Biden. He looks like the only grandpa in the day room watching Jeopardy. I am president of the United States of America, and the buck stops with me. Thank you, sir. Your time has expired. A lot of good stuff in there. Wow, I'd say. Got some tidbits for you. Breaking, we mentioned this earlier, the State Department has backtracked and said no reimbursements will be sought from U.S. citizens fleeing Afghanistan after reporting yesterday that they were being asked to pay $2,000 or more for a flight out of Kabul. So they actually, up until somebody said, uh, the optics on this aren't good, Jim. God, I don't know how adults end up in charge of things that can't think these things through but so up until some point yesterday they were going to charge you full price for your flight as you just went through the taliban gauntlet and got whipped with chains the gov- the u.s government having allowed the city to c- the collapse you're not going to get charged full freight to get out of the country free room board medicine and education if you sneak across oh, the southern border but if point. you're an american citizen working for the government in afghanistan you'll by god pay to get out excellent point wow um and this is pretty big news lindsey graham today said senator from south carolina i declare <laughs> said if we leave one american or afghan that helped us behind oh we will we're going to leave thousands behind Um, then Joe Biden, in my view, has committed a high crime and misdemeanor under the Constitution and should be impeached. We're going to leave lots of people behind. There's no getting getting around that. Oh, boy. And um, I had another one I wanted to hit you with. Oh, yet another headline along these lines. This uh, 
from Disclosed.tv just tweeted out, just in, British, French, and German troops are crossing Taliban lines to rescue their citizens, putting pressure on the Biden administration to expand the evacuation. So we're not sending Marines out, but the Brits, the French, and the Germans are sending their guys out to bring back citizens. Yeah, the Washington Post says it's not clear the Germans have done that since the Taliban got to town, but the Brits and French definitely have. What's going on there? You know, I don't know. It's just guesswork. The only thing I can think of, either complete incompetence or, you know, if I were the Taliban, I would let the Brits and the French and the Germans do that sort of thing. The one armed force I can't have loose in Kabul is the Americans. Okay. That's uh, that's plausible. It's just a guess. Um, and we probably should have gotten to this breaking news earlier. This is pretty huge. Out of the FBI. Where did it go? This is important. It's worth waiting for. Joe, sing, dance, tap dance. Well, my, my jazz singing has just begun. I'm not sure I'm ready to unleash it on the public. Is it the uh, January 6th stuff? Yeah, if you have that handy, because that's important. We should have gotten that on earlier. Well, I just... Just just okay, from memory, because I, I saw it. Go uh, ahead. The FBI believes the January 6th riot at the U.S. Capitol was not centrally coordinated by far-right groups, Trump, or prominent supporters, but has, and has found scant evidence it was an organized plot. That's the FBI's uh, judgment at this point. Yeah, there were organized groups there, but not overall. Well, right, but a lot of people have been portraying it as that since the day it happened. It was coordinated by Trump or people right below him nationwide to make it happen. Well, that's not the way it occurred, according to the FBI. So there you go. Um, Have you ever even heard of OnlyFans? I only hear about it because Joe talks about pornography all the time. And uh, that's where I heard about it. Thanks. Thanks for that. (laughs) Look what I got to work with, folks. Can you imagine? <laughs> I what's it legitimately used for? Maybe you can tell us that in the text line. 415-295-KFTC. We'll have that story for you next. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Well, everyone uh, online is talking about this. Earlier today, OnlyFans announced that it's going to block all X-rated content starting in October. (laughs) What? (laughs) This would be like Playboy only printing the articles, you know what I'm saying? Also, just a side note, if you're watching this with someone and they quickly ask, what's OnlyFans? Trust me, they know exactly what it is. That's funny. Yes. Did I... Yes, porn addict, Jack. Yes. So did how did I miss this? I mean, I feel like there's like everybody knew about this but me. Like, I still don't. It's never crossed my radar in any way. OnlyFans. Well, we've talked about it. Well, I know, but that's the only thing I know about it. Oh. It's not. I, I just, I don't know. It's not like. Oh, only. On this show, when you've brought it up, it's been in the news. Yeah. I've never heard anybody bring it up in the real world, like Netflix you know, I've run or anything into a else. Hand, 
handful of articles. Um, New York Post just had one about some gal who was a nurse and making money on OnlyFans, and they found out at the hospital told her you got to cut it out, so she quit her hospital job and went full time OnlyFans. Is making like six figures a month. So is it doing it, sexy, sexy stuff though? Bad timing. Is there a reason it's d- d- significantly different than just having your own YouTube video or your own YouTube it, channel? It's subscription only. Okay. Only fans, you got to pay a fee to watch me bear my genitals. Well, okay. And if that doesn't end up in next week's clips of the week, somebody's getting fired. But I feel like from what I was just reading, that's not what the intention was when the thing started. It just turned into that. Um, I think it was always about showing boobies and oh, that sort okay. of thing. Although I, I don't know, I could be wrong. I'm not an expert on it or anything. I know that's what it, it absolutely is now. What else way for subscribers to get access? Because you can like chat with the people and they can uh, respond to your requests and and also hook up with you for the weekend, as it turns out. Okay. In some cases. All right. And so there are people, just regular people across the country. If you're a hot chick, you could get one of these only only fans channels and uh, Mm -hmm. get subscribers and make some pretty good money. I just, the appetite for this sort of thing astounds me i mean clearly it exists i understand supply and demand if there were no demand there'd be no supply but how are there how much porn do some people watch that there's this much demand that that you know, it's still I, made that it's still profitable that's an interesting question and i don't mean just from a pornography standpoint but i don't know if the average ticket the average customer pays like $10 a month or $20 a month, or if you have guys who are spending $1,000 a month and that's the core customer, I don't know. But there's a candy store or a furniture store, there, in other words. There appear to be so many attractive women that are willing to do this sort of thing. I just can't believe that there's enough demand to keep up. But oh, yeah, I see what you're saying, yeah. Yeah, in May, the BBC revealed the site was failing to prevent under-18 people from selling and, exper- and appearing in explicit videos, despite it being illegal. At the time, OnlyFans said that attempts to use the site that way were rare, but it turns out their system for blocking illegal content of various sorts it was very, very weak. Yeah, most- So I think they're shutting it down until they can get it right. Mostly what I read about pornography is about how to keep it from your computer and your phone and stuff like that, because I got two boys. One's 11 and a half. I mean, we're heading right into the years where, you know, they're going to figure all that out, and I just- I wish there was a way under the First Amendment to make this stuff a lot harder to get to. But currently, it's effortless. Yeah, and, and a way to enforce those guidelines, too. That's mm-hmm. that's the tough part, because people will want, unscrupulous people will want to get around the guidelines so 14-year-olds can look at porn. Anyway, um, the BBC uh, said they have found prostitution services advertised, bestiality. And uh, material one moderator believed to be incest. The BBC, uh, in one video, a man is... Brace yourselves, folks. In one video, a man is seen eating feces. Oh, boy. Somebody's paying for that? <laughs> what? I don't understand this transaction. I have to give you money for the opportunity to see you eat that. Is there, what, sick how much do I have to pay if I don't want to see that? Is it twice as much? <laughs> What kind of a... The old, the old joke. <laughs> I'll, I'll sing a song for you for $100. For 200 I won't. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of supply and demand, is there more than a person out there, a weirdo out there who wants to see that? 
Hey, honey, you want to watch the poo-eating guy tonight? I mean, we paid the fee. We might as well feel kind of locked in. See, the more I think about it, the more I think I want this sort of thing. OnlyFans is the sort of thing I do want, where it's a subscription and on purpose, and there's an interaction between two entities. I'll give you this for this much money. It's the just random, it's out there everywhere stuff I'm wanting to keep away. So it seems to me like OnlyFans is a, a good thing for society. In uh, well, uh, say, see what you think after this. The BBC has also seen uh, a, a video in which, or a channel in which, a man pays homeless people to have sex with him on camera. It's like bum fights, except kind of different. Oh my god, that's yeah. gross. Yeah, that is yeah. disgusting. Wow. Who would pay for just, that? Dogs, uh, guns, knives, drugs. Dogs with guns. Wow, there is no depth to how weird human beings can be. No kidding, especially when it comes to sex. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. No, like like I said, it, it seems to me like as a guy who wants to shield his kids from this, I like the idea, I, I wish it was all, I wish all pornography in the world was on OnlyFans. That's the only place you get it. You had to sign up for a subscription and pay for it, as opposed to it's just free and everywhere. That one thing we were talking about, the fellow with the odd appetite. Oh, God. Is that... Is that porn? Why is that porn? It depends on the context, I suppose. Who really like and in, in what way? It's closer to one of those cooking shows, really, than porn. In a way, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not watching that either. That's the, the worst way. thing I've ever heard in my life. Thanks for tuning in. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. One of the big headlines right now out of Afghanistan, Kabul, is uh, there hasn't been a flight go out of that airport in eight hours, and CNN is talking about that right now. Of course, a ward has been at the field, Hamid Khazri Airfield, and says not one flight, not one, has left Kabul in the last eight hours. Let's get to CNN's Kylie Atwood with this breaking news. Kylie, need someplace to go. Where? Yeah, the U.S. is pretty urgently examining other locations that they can fly out these evacuation flights because most of them have been going to Qatar. They are now close to capacity there. So they're looking at other locations, including in Europe, including potentially Germany, for these flights to go. What this tells us is that capacity is hampering these evacuations. You can't get these people out if these these flights have nowhere to go. Of course, telling that on the ground, Clarissa Ward hasn't seen any flight take off from the Kabul airport in the last eight hours. Now, one thing... So that explains it. They got no place to go. So when they were taking off, they were half full because people can't get to the airport. When they leave the airport, they now have no place to go because the place they were taking them is completely full. So that's a problem. God, and so this mass of humanity that has risked their lives, and some of them have been beaten on the way there, make it to the airport, and they're just standing around, no flights are leaving because there's no place to take them. This is such a disaster. You wouldn't change anything about this, Joe Biden? No, I wouldn't change a thing. Wouldn't change a thing. Wow. Wouldn't have planned for this in any way? When is he supposed to speak? About a half an hour. You wouldn't have planned for this in any way that... 
Okay, even granted it could collapse (laughs) and it could turn into this. You have to get the people out at some point. Where are you going to take them? Anybody think that? Anybody raise their hand in a meeting? Say, where are we going to take these people? Even if it's slowly and, and or in a few weeks or over the course of a couple of days, we don't have capacity for them at this point. So they can't get to the airport, and if you can't get to the airport, there ain't a plane leaving because there's no place to take you. That's a disaster. Well, it's wow. been a disaster for two weeks, but it, it's a disaster that's getting worse. I guess that's the key thing here. Things have not turned a corner to get to getting better yet at all. No, in fact, it feels like a ticking time bomb. It really does. To me, it, I, I'm, I'm, I'm terrified of what's going to happen. If you haven't seen that video we posted at armstrongandgetty.com, I don't know who took it, but it's the most recent video out of the Kabul airport and the mass of humanity that's jammed together shoulder to shoulder there, and they got no place to go, and the Taliban is whipping them on one end, and it's just, it is, like Joe said, it's a ticking time bomb. Few commentators have been commentating, as commentators will. <clears throat> we thought it was worth playing some of them for you. Uh, clip 51, please. This is Bill McGurn of the Wall Street Journal. Uh, this was a catastrophe, it seems to me, pretty obvious, willed by Joe Biden. He made the decision. He came in advocating that he is the smartest guy in foreign policy, knows all this stuff, and I think he overruled some of his own advisors and so forth. He yeah. wanted out. He wanted out by 9-11 to have an anniversary, and uh, and that's what that's what we have. But, and now, now that they've screwed and, up so largely, they want to present this as inevitable. Yep. Which he more or less stated explicitly. Uh, I thought Tucker made an interesting point, um, and I have a comment on it afterward. Clip 52, please. It sounds cynical, we know, but it is striking when you think about it just how often politicians invoke the intel community when they're lying to you. Here was Joe Biden just last month. Your own intelligence community has assessed that the Afghan government will likely collapse. That is not true. Is it, can you please clarify what they have told you about whether that will happen or not? That is not true. They did not, they didn't, did not reach that conclusion. So the intel agencies never said the Taliban would sweep into Kabul. That's what Joe Biden claimed. Do you believe him? You probably don't. The intel world may be partisan and deceitful. It certainly is. But we're betting they're not completely stupid. Obviously, they knew the Afghan government could collapse. They must have told Joe Biden that, or at least the people around Joe Biden. Can we prove that they told him? No, we can't prove it. And that's the beauty of using the intel agencies for cover. You get to make any claim you want to make, and no one can prove you're lying because the truth is highly classified. And just to add on to that, uh, my daughter, who went to school in the D.C. area, college, and uh, had several professors who were rather highly placed in the various intelligence services, um, one of them told her, roughly what Tucker said, and he added on, and nobody in the intelligence community can deny it or comment on it or or whatever because it's all classified and you're not authorized to talk about it. So you'll hear hear all sorts of wild claims by politicians about what the intelligence community told them, and it's frequently bunk. That's interesting. Update on the uh, airport situation. Clarissa Ward just tweeted out, Soldiers by the runway at Kabul Airport tell me there are 10,000 people here processed and ready to go but nowhere to fly them because Qatar is refusing to accept more Afghans because they've reached capacity. It's abysmal. Somebody needs to step up, she said. Abysmal catastrophe. 
among other words being thrown around left, right, and center. Yeah. And getting worse. The president had planned on going home for the weekend with his wife and has now decided to stay at the White House. Yeah, I got the story. uh, Encounter with the Taliban. Punched, detained, then offered an energy drink. Uh, from a reporter, foreign correspondent, and a photographer that were making their way to the airport through Kabul. At some point, I moved to take a picture of a scuffle. Someone tugged at my camera strap, and I felt the kinetic energy connection of a fist to the side of my head. A Taliban fighter had sucker punched me. He was a tall, burly man who started screaming in Dari, the local language, pointing at our cameras. He was joined by another Taliban fighter, shorter and holding a radio in his hand. That fighter attacked my journalist companion, hitting him squarely in the ear. The bigger guy continued to hit me in the head. We tried to speak to explain that we were foreign journalists, but they pummeled us to the ground. Then gunfire rang out, and the crowd had started to scatter. The burly fighter turned to see the commotion. I tried to slowly move away, and that's when he turned and took a huge swing at me and knocked me down. My glasses flew off my face. So there's that part of it. Then... Then a surprise. The radio-wielding Taliban revealed that he was able to speak and understand English. He insisted we delete the images of what had just happened. We repeated that we are journalists and that we are documenting the news. He apologized profusely for our troubles and offered me an energy drink. Wow. Yeah. So that's the dizzying, just completely random situation they got going on in the streets there. Meanwhile, everybody, including the Washington Post, is uh, reporting that the Taliban is going door-to-door hunting former Afghan security officials, anybody who may have worked with the U.S. or NATO forces. If a Taliban guy beat you to the ground, you'd think you were going to die. Mm-hmm. It's certainly possible, yeah. Yeah. The fact that they're going house-to-house and hunting while we're all still there shows how not scared of us they are. And how they'd pledged this week to grant amnesty to former officials, and now they're rounding them up to kill them. Yeah, like four days ago. I don't know if you ever saw the clips of when they went on the the TV news, the local TV news there in Kabul, which had a female host to do the evening news, and they went on her show and talked about how they were going to be a kinder, gentler Taliban who believed uh, women have a place in society. Well, she showed up for work, I think it was yesterday, and the place was uh, locked up and blocked off, and they told her to go home. She's not allowed there anymore. So that's how that went. I don't mean, why'd wow. they even go through the exercise of like two days of pretending? It was obviously part of their plan. Uh, I don't know how long they're going to, you know, stick to that and in what way the whole, hey, we're reasonable folks. Come on now, international community. We're, we're a reasonable government. So we're a show that mostly, if you're going to describe us in a phrase, vacillates back and forth between foreign policy and amateur pornography. Because there's more on the OnlyFans story, as our young Alex, who's now official member of the Armstrong and Getty Show, he sits out in the newsroom at a computer, but young Alex has a subscription to OnlyFans and knows quite a bit about it. Um, and he can explain it uh, coming up. What did you say you call OnlyFans? Nudity Facebook. Nudity Facebook, yes. Um, he'll explain why he got a subscription and what you're likely to see when we come back. Strong and Getty. 
Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So producer Alex joins us. He was just telling me about he got a new iPhone. Uh, do you, you talk to them down the price at the Apple store? Uh, at the AT&T store. At the AT&T yes. store. Okay. The AT&T store. But still, I, I've never done that. I always just paid what they got the price on there. I didn't know that was an option. I, I didn't know it was either until I threatened to leave. Did they let you just pay for it, or do you have to sign up for a monthly plan? Because I remember that was the case for yeah, a while. Yeah, they, uh, I'm on the monthly plan, but I, I had them for years, so yeah. I, th- I just kept it on. Yeah, the last time I bought anything, I think well, for my son something, yeah, they won't let you pay outright for it anymore. You have to go on the monthly plan. And that's something? It's crazy. Um, yeah. The other thing he told me is he just got the wireless charger thing, which he really likes, and I haven't used that at all yet, but that sounds great. Awesome. You just put it on yeah, the top Judy of the has one pad. Of those. And you just lay the phone on top of it? Mm-hmm. And then you get all kinds of testicular cancer and brain cancer, stuff like that. But yeah, I'm not here for a long time. I'm here for a good time. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. uh, so anyway, Alex comes in because of... Uh, oh, you have an OnlyFans account. And we were talking about that giant website that suburban moms use to show off their bodies for money, I guess. I don't know what's going That's on. That's part of it. It, it is part of it. I only got it because I had some friends from high school that created accounts. And girls. Yes, high school okay. girls. Uh, well, they're not high school girls now. They're adults. <laughs> Hello. Now. Hey. Great thing about high school girls. I get older, they stay the yeah, same all right, age. All right, all right, all uh, right. No, so <laughs> I knew them from high school of adult and, age. And you heard that they were on there showing their wares. They and- advertised it on their Facebook. They're like, oh, hey, okay. I have an account on here. And I, well, curiosity is going to. Get the better of me. It was five bucks. You know, they they're not astronomically priced per month. And it, all right, I'll check out so and so's. Oh, look, there they are, and they, you know, the way God made them. Okay, cool. <laughs> and I just keep scrolling, and I call it nudie Facebook. That's, That's all it is. Probably how it grew, right? So you your Facebook friends with all the people from high school. Well, most normal people are. I'm not, but uh, uh, your friends with people from high school and your high g- girl you knew in high school posts it. I have an OnlyFans thing where you can see me naked. You think, wow, that's interesting. That, it was Angel the, it, is the centerfold. Come on. It was the nice. You know, Jay Giles band. I like that. Um, it was the the curiosity of all like, well, hey, you're how bold you were with it. Like, yeah, I'm just going to throw it out there and be him. Like, all right, well, now I got to see. It's like, it's, I think of it as an advertisement. If you're walking down the street and it's like free iPhone 12 and there's no little asterisk, like, well, I'm going to walk in. I just assume if I out. posted anywhere, hey, I'm, 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 there are pictures of me naked available here, people would say, eh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, but no. <laughs> well, that's, you know, you're, ma- you're probably not cut out for that, Jack. But there's a place for everyone. <laughs> there's a niche. There's a niche. <laughs> yeah, it's a nichey niche there. Ponchyballedguy.net or something. So is it like super explicit, Alex, or just kind of tasteful nudes? So it depends on the user. So some users will post full-on videos of... <laughs> or sometimes it'll just be t- you know tasteful, almost boudoir-style photos. But you have the option of having pay-per-view content as well. 
So video. Video yeah. or and, photo albums. And the video is what they're doing away with. Uh, I, I'm assuming, yes. Okay. Um, do you have any sense of whether, like, these classmates of yours were, like, were they particularly attractive women? or? Well, I thought they were. Okay. Um, do you have any sense of, like, how much money they're making or anything? I No, I'm, I'm not bold enough to ask them, hey, how much are you making a month from that? But I uh, know of people, not personally, but I know people who make, you know, $20,000 a year just mm-hmm. doing that on the side. Wow. Well, I was right. So I'm just thinking it through. So maybe that's how you, because I couldn't figure out how you create an audience, because there's just gazillions of opportunities to see naked women on the Internet, if that's what you want. And I don't know how any of them make you know, a particular living, but I guess if you're reaching out to your old high school friends, you could come up with maybe 50 people. If 50 people were going to spend $5 a month, that'd be a decent little side hustle. Yeah, I guess, and then it grows from there, and and there's that connection, there's that access to the person that isn't there with conventional pornography, too. Mm -hmm. There's also the, you know, oh, I knew this person from high school, maybe my friend, my other friend, maybe a male friend from high school doesn't know about this, and then I tell him, Mm -hmm. and then he tells another person from the high school, which would make the high school reunions way more interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, Brianna, I'd say so. I'd say so. Okay, there you go. That explains it, then. Learn something every day. You call it Facebook with nude nude Facebook. Nudie Facebook. Yeah, there you go. I didn't know, I didn't get that aspect of it, so that explains it. But that was mm. the good old days of OnlyFans. If you're into that sort of thing, they're doing. In away terms with of that. looking at high school friends naked, I wish this had existed 25 years ago. So I got to admit, it's a bit of a drag that the president is going to speak after we go off the air because I would like to hear it and comment on it. Well, you get to hear it, and we'll certainly be commenting on it Monday, unless this, uh, there have been such catastrophic events between now and then that it, it's oh, irrelevant. There will be. There will be. There will be many iterations between now and Monday, don't you think? No matter what? I think it's impossible that that's not the case. Whether things honestly. settle way down and kind of get under control, not the least, not the most likely scenario, or they get significantly worse. Um, the... Th- I think the only thing I'm listening for with Joe Biden, and this is a weird place to be with the president of the United States, does he seem like he has his act together enough to be president? Yeah, well, that's going to be difficult to assess from a speech, although his his speech patterns lately, I mentioned uh, earlier, sound like a uh, a fighter after his career, a boxer. He has that the slur and the missing syllables thing that you hear from old boxers. Um. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. I'm worried for the country. I think we're in the midst of a crisis. We just don't know how bad yet. Well, I didn't know until we got that email from a woman whose husband had this situation that there's a particular walk, there's a gate, there's a way of walking that happens with people with dementia. And she said, Biden walks like her husband. That's something. There's a hole in the show, and you know it's time to go. It's time for final thoughts on your feet. <laughs> Here's your host for final thoughts, Joe Getty. So delightfully lame. Well done, my friend. On your hey, feet. let's get a final thought from everybody in the on the crew. It's Michelangelo pressing the buttons in the control room. Michael, final thought for the week. Yeah, if I got all my friends from high school to subscribe to my OnlyFans account, I'd make thirty six a year. Thirty six dollars a year. <laughs> it's an extra large pizza. Uh, young Alex, a final thought for us. Thirty eight, Michael. I'll buy. I'm going to create a subscription service of me and suggestive photos wearing an apron and cooking. I will call it. Only pants. (laughs) (laughs) 
Beautiful. Jack, a final thought to share with us? Yeah, the president's going to speak. Um, this is a good time to follow us on the Twitter. What's our Twitter handle? Surely if you look up Armstrong and Getty, you'll find us. Yeah, you'll find it at A&G Show, I think. Because I guarantee you we'll be commenting on the news and sharing stuff that we come across on our Twitter feed. Indeed. Oh, I'm sorry. It's time for my final thought. I was looking up to make sure. Yeah, at A&G Show. Uh, My final thought is the status quo is impossible uh, to maintain in Kabul. It's either going to get substantially better or substantially worse. I would not bet on better. And I think by Monday, we might have significant clarity on how severe the crisis in the White House is. You mean with the president's brain? Yeah, the president's brain and the leadership and just the the, the White House team and how they're floundering and flailing. And this is not good. No, it is not. Um, he was going to go home after the speech today, back to Delaware. I think they got enough public pressure that they changed their minds, so he's going to the White House for the first time in a week. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank. So little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. You can email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. We have a lot of great swag for you. Check it out. Grab a t-shirt, the new uh, red and blue on the gray or white t-shirt. Very popular. Plus... Ah, uh, gosh, you can uh, d- d- what? Oh, the podcast. Get the podcast. Armstrongandgetty.com. See you tomorrow or Monday, rather. God bless America. We are opening the aperture. Don't interact with that. Halfsies on that. <laughs> You're about to open a pit of hell. You've got to pay a fee to watch me bear my genitals. No! Is- we are overbooked. If you are willing to leave the airport, go out and get whipped. <laughs> We have a $400 travel voucher for you. <laughs> Can anybody adjust their schedule? And a tote bag. <laughs> Bye! Have a great Friday, you mother... Uh, Armstrong and Getty.